The Alabama Crops Report Podcast, your trusted information source for Alabama agriculture. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Alabama Crops Report Podcast. Scott Graham and Caitlin Kessheimer behind the mics today. Caitlin, how's it going? It's good. It's uh, harvest season is upon us, so lots of activity and lots of things to discuss today. Yeah, so speaking of that, we've got uh, Jimmy Jones on us with us on with us today. I'll let Jimmy introduce himself. He, he's a, a man that wears many hats for Alabama Extension down in the wire grass, and he's going to come in and talk about the pod blasting workshops that they're having at the uh, research station in Headland uh, coming up soon. So, Jimmy, how's it going? Doing well, uh, Scott. I, I'm County Extension Coordinator Jimmy Jones from Henry County. Uh, but moreover, I'm a county agent that works in peanut part of the world down in the southeast corner of the state. I'm an agronomy and soils uh, background and, a, and a, a BS and a master's in weed science. But came to the wiregrass and, and peanuts are, are king down here, even though cotton's king as well. But uh, uh, their uh, peanuts and cotton go very well together as rotational crops and, and peanuts are in the wiregrass are our big commodity along with cattle. We're uh, in that time of the year, though, it's the best time of the year. It's, uh, it's peanut harvest season and we've started our pod glass workshops at the Wiregrass Research and Extension Center on Tuesdays and Fridays from 8 to 12. For, for you, Jimmy, this, this will be peanut harvest season number what? Well, I've, I've got 33 years with Extension. Uh, and I started out running peanut samples uh, when we used to lay them out on the tailgate of the truck and put them in piles, Scott. And this this pod blast chart's been around for a long time. It's probably got 2,000 tests uh, from the peanut lab over in Dawson that, that put the color spectrums together for this chart. But then we've kind of morphed and metamorphed uh, the process of scraping off that outer carp of the peanut, the outer hull. And we're looking at, uh, you know, the saddle portion of the nut and we're putting it on a chart that uh, tells us when, according to the color in a certain area on that peanut saddle, uh, where to place those peanuts for maturity purposes and optimal maturity is what we're looking for. So for those uh, non-peanut entomologists and non-agronomists, so basically me, can we just recap what is pod blasting and why do we do it, Jimmy? Well, you know, peanuts are, um, they're, they're kind of an unusual crop. They do grow underground, and so we have to dig them. And um, how do we determine, Caitlin, when to dig them it was we use this pod blast method. It used to be a knife, and we just scraped the, the pod to, to get to the endocarp or the inner hull and see a little darkness uh, in that saddle area in the little hump of the peanut. Well, Pod blasting is basically trying to, to determine when the optimum maturity of a peanut is. And usually the hull turns black uh, in that little saddle area. And we also use the shell out method and, and we look for oil spots on the nut itself. So I'm kind of using both methods when I do the pod blast program. What we're trying to do is our peanuts are 135 to 145 days old um, or that's the maturity of a peanut. We plant most of them the first of May, but some growers plant back into April and we harvest about the 15th of September. So those April harvested or April planted peanuts are, are ready to harvest now. So the days are there, but not always do we get rainfall 
exactly when we need it. So we do this uh, pod blast determination. Uh, it's, a, it's actually a research-based information uh, chart called the pod blast chart. And, uh, and, and we're trying to determine the optimum maturity of a peanut and tell the growers within three to five days when the optimum time to dig those peanuts are. And so what we do, Caitlin, is we run a sample of about 200 pods. Um, and that's been determined by, you know, science that that's the right number of peanuts to, to run. And so they pick off every peanut on a vine. And it usually comes from about three foot a row. We get two or three samples throughout the field, kind of like soil testing. We zigzag out through the field and we try to take into consideration soil types because you have some that have more clay and some that have less clay. And, you know, we're in that sandy loam, a dothan sandy loam down here in the wiregrass area, which is the right stuff for growing peanuts. This is just a method that is research based that we um, have determined uh, through years of research. But then we've got this chart developed that tells us when uh, to uh, dig a peanut. Um, and we can determine within three to five days of optimum maturity. Now, why is that important? Because if you wait a week late and dig a peanut, they start coming off the vine, right? Peanuts are underground and they're on these little pins. Peanut blooms above ground and then it sends down a, a little pin into the dirt where it collects calcium and forms the pod. And then the calcium absorbs through the pod and there your nut grows. So we're trying uh, to, to get that to go in a 25 to 35 day period to optimal maturity after that bloom. So uh, we're trying to get that crop all to come together. And so we found that we can sample uh, across the field, different soil types, kind of get a representative sample of those, of the peanut vines in the field and get 200 pods off of individual plants uh, from those samples. And we try to, uh, we, we use a pressure washer in a basket. We take those pods and we th put them in there and it's, it's kind of like a cone nozzle. And it's actually a 1600 PSI pressure washer. We just don't blast them all the way through because I mean, it will blast them to pieces. Uh, we blast off that outer exocarp and look for these colors. And the, the pod will physically change from yellow to kind of an orange to a brown as it moves across our chart. And then we want them to be black in the saddle area. The saddle area is a little area in kind of the little, uh, when you're looking at the peanut, it's kind of like a little saddle area on the nut itself. And these are runner type peanuts that we we're talking about. There's three types of peanuts. You know, there's runners, there's ballparks, and there's the Spanish. Well, we grow runner type peanuts. And the, the buyers want a peanut to grade 72 before it's a perfect grade. You get deducts on each side of that. Or, well, excuse me, deducts on the lower side. So if you dig them a week early, you can get deducts. But... We've got research to show that you lose uh, three to 500 pounds by digging them a week early. So seven days early, you lose three to 500 pounds. So that's what those workshops are for at the Wiregrass. Um, exactly. 
station. Can, can you talk about those a little bit and what growers can expect in terms of information they'll be getting there? Right. So we, we want to grow. We want to try to start about two weeks early doing these workshops. We, we started the, the day after Labor Day and we, we we're on Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, and the growers, they, they tend to come to the experiment station and do some self-serve as well. So we leave this equipment out. It's just a pressure washer and a basket and our pod blast charts. But uh, extension personnel, regional extension agents, Chris Balkum, myself, uh, experiment station director, Chris Parker, we all at this time of year develop, uh, develop a schedule. It's, it's our pod blast schedule together. Uh, at the Wiregrass, and it's every Tuesday and Friday for the months of September and October. Uh, we have plantings, you know, starting the 1st of May that are optimum time, and we try to finish planting our peanuts the uh, end, of, end of May, 1st of June, but they have some that plant real early because they have a lot of acreage, Caitlin, so we have to start a little earlier uh, looking at those peanuts, but we try to start looking at these workshops two weeks before optimum maturity. So that's why we have a kind of a wide uh, range. And then we have some that plant late or different varieties. There's some varieties that are over 150 day varieties. So we have some of those that are planted mid season and they come off later in October. So that's why we have such a wide range of uh, workshops. We have about 18 workshops and we, we take these and what, what, what our goal is to just be in that three to five day range. But we try to get them to come once or twice and look at those samples one week. And then the next week, they should have moved seven days. And so and, if, if a farmer wants to come, does he need to call and set up an appointment or? There's no appointments. Um, we do like for them to call and tell us that they're coming if they're going to be later than that 8 to 12 time frame that we, we kind of schedule at the station. Some days we have to work the whole day, like tomorrow. Uh, when I say tomorrow, this will be uh, Tuesday the 13th. Uh, this is going to be a huge day because a lot of growers will be starting to get within that week or 10 day time frame of digging their first peanuts. We may have to work all day. Uh, when I'm saying we, it'll be the regional extension agents, uh, specialist Chris Balkum, uh, and myself. Uh, and I'm a coordinator, but I'm on the agronomic crops team. So this is one of my major programs uh, that I work together with these guys. And we, we the experiment station works great with us as well uh, to host this event at, at the Headland Experiment Station. But we also have some off-site uh, sites that we do the pod blast today they're doing houston county and that's uh we're talking about the 12th of september and they're doing mondays for the next the rest of this month at houston county extension office the peanut producers kind of help sponsor a lot of this they'll they'll buy equipment for us um some pod when i say pod blast it's just a pressure washer but the baskets themselves have to be manufactured uh out of expanded metal and uh We've they've had they've had some some uh, significant input in, in resources to buy those baskets that we were pressure washing them in. But the whole goal is not to be a week late because uh, we can gain the grower three to five points on grade and we can pick up two, three to five hundred pounds if we dig them on time. But we're going to lose. We know by research five hundred pounds 
we're going to lose them if we're a week late. Peanuts are, they'll, they'll continue to bloom a lot and they'll continue to put crops on, but the mature nut will only stay on about two weeks after it gets to optimum maturity. So we start losing poundage, which the growers, you know, sell the peanuts by the ton. Uh, so uh, they, they lose, they start losing 500 pounds if they dig a week late, especially if we have conditions like we had the last weekend, uh, heavy rains in certain spots, uh, leaf spot can, can come on, you know, all the disease complexes, it, um, and peanuts will start falling off. Tomato spider wilt has been an issue this year in Georgia 06G, which is one of our main varieties. Uh, those peanuts will start coming off the vine. If you're a week late, you're going to lose 500 pounds. So the moral of the story is come to us two weeks early. We want to be on time digging to save that three to 500 pounds of, of gain. Plus, we can pick up three to five points on the grade, which is worth $8 a point. That's yeah. another game. Uh, again, 72 is what we're shooting for in our grades. But uh, if, they are, if they're dug too early, they, they can be in the 50s, and that'll be a deduct. Uh, you know, in soybean terms, you know, a lot of people, the grade is everything on peanuts and, you know, in our crops. But then we're losing poundage if we, we dig uh, too late, especially. And we don't want to be a week too late. We want to try to be on, on time. So speaking of conditions, Jimmy, what, what kind of year have peanut growers down in the wiregrass had to contend with? I know the summer of 2022 has been kind of a tale of, of two halves of the state with too much or too little rain. And so what can growers kind of expect in terms of yields based on this year? That's very interesting because we're a tale of almost two portions too. around Headland. Uh, if you ask uh, the growers in Headland, uh, We've had a little microclimate or something. We've been one of the dry spots in the state of Alabama, uh, especially in the wiregrass. We were the dry spot. But then when you get outside of Headland, maybe south of Dothan, we would get maybe a couple of tents in Headland in the rainfall and they get four inches. So it's been some of that tale of two cities as well. Um, outside around Houston County, which is the largest peanut producing county in the state. It, it goes Houston, Geneva, and then Henry, as far as the three largest peanut producing counties in the state. They've had good rainfall in some of those areas. Uh, and it's been excessive rainfall in some areas. So they've gotten a little bit behind, Scott, in their applications for, for leaf spot. And we've had some insect issues. We've had spider mites. Uh, I had one grower dug 110 acres, my largest grower in the county. Uh, got 2,000 acres of peanuts. He dug 110 acres because of spider mites. Uh, he was the first one to dig and, and pick his peanuts. So uh, we've had a tale of two, two cities as well with, within the peanut belt. Hartford area, they've had some pretty decent rainfalls, but they've been dry at times as well. It affects our yield tremendously during uh, peak bloom, of course, whether it's cotton, whether it's peanuts. We're yet to see. It looks like it's going to be a decent yield in the wiregrass area on peanuts, but we grow peanuts in over 30 counties now in the state of Alabama. I think it's 30, up to 37 or 39 counties. Basically, if you've got the right soil type in those sandier soils is where the peanuts are being grown. Some of, uh, some of our yields are look, looking to be pretty good this year. I would say 
in the wiregrass area, I'd be very surprised if we don't yield two tons, but you know, um, that'd be four, 4,000 pounds. We, we uh, were at 3,600, I think last year, um, too much rain pretty much last year, but, um, this year, uh, I think, uh, it, the yield should be up a little bit but on peanuts, the cotton, um, and corn were more heat sensitive. So it's yet to be seen. Uh, I know our corn yields where you had irrigation were in the 200, 20, 30 range where you didn't have irrigation. It was, it was poor. It was 30, 40 bushels. So the heat in June really affected them. Peanuts are a little more forgiving, Caitlin, in the wiregrass. We can make a crop in, in September with tropical storms, but it looks like this year we're kind of on track to be a decent, decent yield. Well, good. Well, Jimmy, we appreciate you coming on the Alabama Crop Support Podcast and giving us this update. So as you said, I'll just as a reminder, we're doing them every Tuesday and Friday from 8 to 12 at the research station in Headland in the month of September and October. So you don't have to necessarily register, maybe call ahead, give them a heads up, let them know you're coming uh, if you can, but you can bring your peanuts and There'll be somebody there, or if you know what you're doing, you can do it yourself and check your grade and make sure you're you're digging on time. And you can find that chart that Jimmy mentioned with the um, different colored um, classes. We we had Jimmy sent that us to put in our newsletter last week, and it has all the different dates and times for the pod blasting. And we'll continue to publish those in the Alabama Crops Report newsletter. So thanks for that, Jimmy. Anything else you want to leave our listeners with about pod blasting this year? Well, we, we certainly appreciate the opportunity to get this the word out that, you know, this is the most important thing when it comes to digging at the right time. We can lose so much harvest loss wise, but digging at the proper time can make the make the growers so much money. And then, you know, let's let's don't rush through this harvest season. Let's take t- take our time, be safe, try to uh, get plenty of rest. I know that's hard to say for a farmer. Uh, during harvest season, but, uh, and then we like to make sure that our, our other folks, you know, watch out for the farmers this time of year, because they're, this is their one paycheck for the year. They're on the roads with big, heavy equipment. We'd like for everyone to have a safe harvest season. It's a great reminder. Thanks for that. All right. Well, Jimmy, thanks again. As always, we appreciate our listeners tuning in and listening each week. And uh, if we can ever do anything to help any of us here at Alabama Extension, please don't hesitate to reach out and let us know. The Alabama Crops Report podcast is a production of the Alabama Cooperative Extension System and is sponsored by Alabama Ag Credit.